Welcome to Confident as Fuck, a podcast for moms who want to feel less alone in the shit show of motherhood. I'll share stories, conversations, and real life advice from moms just like you. We'll tackle the hard things. Think of it as a vent session with your bestie over coffee. But more than that, I want this to be a place you can come for inspiration, motivation, and a little kick in the ass to help you on your way to living your full potential. Moms are people too. So get ready for a no BS approach to help you embrace and love yourself as you become your most confident self. If you're a mom who wants more, buckle up, sister. Let's do this. Okay, I'm coming right at you, right off the bat, hot off the press. How to get your shit together when you feel like you've just fallen off track. And this is a testament to that. And I am going to tell you how I am doing that and a little bit of background. Uh, And the first thing really is just doing this, getting started messy. So if you have been listening for any period of time, when I started this podcast, first of all, thank you. I love you for, thank you for being here. Um, when I started this podcast, I say I am, my goal was I am going to publish an episode every single week for a year. I'm going to have 52 episodes by the time I hit my year mark. Well, the last two weeks, they've been kind of a shit show. So I went on a, I mean, summer was happening and everything. And I, my husband and I went on a trip to St. Louis as part of our, it's our big coach convention. And the convention itself was amazing. And I got to meet friends who I've never met in real life and hug them and squeeze them and dance with them and learn with them and vibe with them and work out with them. And it was just, my cup overfloweth. And Then on either side of the trip was just horrendous, horrendous travel plans. Uh, Nothing that we could have planned. And well, I get one of them was our fault. We missed a flight in a small airport. We'd never been there two hours. If we were there two hours prior to our flight, we waited like forever because we, there were no lines. Anyway, small town USA. Turns out on that day, there were like three flights leaving. We missed our flight. We were barely to the check-in counter before they were like, yeah, you're too late. You're never going to miss. You're never going to catch that flight. So there we go. That was a little bit panicking. So we got that all settled and ended up sleeping in the airport. Oh my God, that was awful. How do people do that? How do you travel more often and deal with these airline cluster clusters. Uh, (laughs) and then on the way back, our flight was canceled. Well, I take that it was delayed for like 18 hours. So it was a new day. So we had to find new flights. Oh man, we got, we got there a day later. We got home a day later than we had planned. It was finding, making sure our kids were taken care of in the house and the dogs and all of this. And then got home I got COVID and was down for the count for like three days. I slept for like 16 hours and was just exhausted. My entire body, every single inch of my body was killing me. So um, that was super fun. And then taking care of three kids on top of that. (sighs) 
I, yeah, um, it was a lot. So I was throwing frozen waffles at them to eat for dinner. It was mac and cheese. We had breakfast, I think three nights in a row, breakfast for supper. I mean, just whip up some scrambled eggs and bacon and you're good. Um, there was not a whole lot of thought or planning or much of anything but surviving going on. Uh, and so actually that same week we, um, were, we just had some family stuff going on. Um, not quite ready to, to share about that, but it has been a lot. And first of all, I just want to say, hi, I see you. I'm human too. And sometimes, sometimes life gets fucking overwhelming and you just feel like there it's like that arcade game where you're trying to hit like the alligator head that comes up through the hole or something you've got the hammer and you don't have enough hands or hammers to bonk all the alligators on the head there are just too many and things start to fall off you start to drop some of the balls that you were juggling I still can't see balls with alligators Oh my word. Uh, if you are still listening, you are certainly my people. Um, but truthfully, some stuff is going to get, let's use the plate example. Your plate is full and as more gets piled on, you're putting more food on. There is going to be some food that just falls off the edges. And so for me, uh, the biggest thing that I've noticed has been planning it's not my strong suit to begin with. It takes a lot of intention, a lot of attention, and a, really a lot of brain power for me to be able to plan, whether that's meals or our schedule during the week or uh, whatever you might plan ahead. Some people are planning like birthday parties and Christmas already, and I don't even I don't even know how that happens. So, um. I'm also in my car again and people are driving by me like I have three heads really. I'm just talking into my phone, people. It's like you've never seen this before. Oh, look, there go the cops and the sheriff and all of this. Okay, so that is just a really scatterbrained rundown of how the past few weeks have been. And, you know, whatever, I'm surviving, right? You can, you can get by. We all are kind of amazing creatures and we're really good at surviving and making it through the day just as, you know, started all over again. But I started feeling that feeling that I had about six, seven years ago, six years ago, a little bit over that now, when I was like, is it really this hard is this what my life is going to look like? Is this every day for the rest of my life? I feel like I should feel better. Because you have all the things, right? You have the house and the husband and the kids or a spouse and the kids and the achievements and the job and the, the title and the vehicle and the social circle and whatever it is, whatever those achievements or whatever success quote looks like for you, whatever you feel like you need to do in order to get that, you get all that. And then it's super anticlimactic. 
and there should be unicorns farting glitter and rainbows everywhere telling you that you finally made it, that all your dreams have come true. But it's more like a wah, wah. Like, I wish I had a fancy podcast producer to insert sound effects here, but I don't. <laughs> and I was getting that feeling again, and it drove me insane. And one word that I found that really started to resonate with me was restless. I just knew that there was more that I could be doing. And I then I got to this place just in the past few days where it's like, I have so much I want to do. There's so much I want to do that makes me feel good. And there's so much of it now that I'm overwhelmed and I don't do anything. And I just push it off and push it off and push it off because it feels like insurmountable tasks, like these huge mountains that I'm not going to summit with just a hop, skip and a jump. It's like a million little steps. And so that's what I wanted to share with you just to kind of give you an outline of what I'm doing to get my shit back together after, whether you call it a funk or whether you feel stuck. These are the things that I've done before and I am in this place right now. So feel free to reach out if you're in a place like this also and you're looking for, you know, help or someone just to bounce ideas off of, please reach out. I'm happy to be an ear for you to vent to or just to validate you and be like, yep, I feel it. And even to, you know, offer some support. So here's what I'm doing. First, you heard me. I'm just starting messy. This isn't how I envisioned my next podcast recording going. My husband actually bought me a fancy podcast microphone. And so I was like, okay, I need to be in my house where it's quiet, when it's quiet, with my fancy new microphone in order to record this podcast episode. No, actually, you don't have to do that. Things don't have to be perfect in order to be done. And so done is better than perfect. Messy is better than not done at all. So here we are. We're just starting. What is that little baby step for me recording this podcast? Because I love podcasting. And one reason why this was really important to me is because it gives me a way to get some some of my thoughts out in a more efficient manner than writing everything down or typing everything out. And I also get to share that with you and I get so much great feedback from you that you relate or you feel less alone. And even it's in the intro and the outro of, I don't remember which one it is, that that is a point of this podcast is to help you feel less alone in the shit show of motherhood. So reach out figure out what those little baby steps are. For me, it was just pressing record on my phone in my car when I have an extra half hour after work. Just start. These are in no particular order also because I feel like I, I wrote down a list here and some things might work better, but also, again, start messy. Um, the other things, take it back to the basics. Like, What are the very simplest steps that you need to take to get started? I feel like I am working backwards here. So for me, 
especially this time finding myself in this funk, um, I was having a really hard time. So also if you follow me, you know, my mornings are kind of my just me time and they are sacred to me and I love them. They help me get my day off to a good start. It's really when I feel most productive and most at peace and most energetic. And since I had gotten back from the trip, whether it's just it's taken me a long time to recover from the trip or COVID fatigue. I was sleeping through both of my alarms. I have two alarms set and typically I'll wake up to one and then I give myself a snooze and then I'll get up to the next one or sometimes a third, but I would always hear them. I would always wake up. So for the last two weeks, I have not heard an alarm until my husband's goes off an hour and a half after mine. And it was leaving me feeling rushed. It was leaving me feeling annoyed with myself. Like, why are you, like, how are you sleeping through your alarms? And blah, 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 blah. And yes, my body needed rest. And I absolutely took that as a sign. And after, you know, reflecting on it a little bit, I was like, okay, your body obviously needs the rest. However, after this has gone on for two weeks, this is not helping me because I start my day off in this reaction mode, in this defense mode, like I'm running late already. And then I'd be short with the kids and short with my husband because no one else is ready. And it's obviously their fault that I slept through my alarm. So I couldn't get my shit together or have my food ready or this or that. And I'm going to be late. And it was causing more stress than it was, you know, the sleep was helping me. So waking up late was doing more harm than the sleep was doing me good. And so The simplest thing, and I will completely admit that this actually took me like a week to do. I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and just didn't think about it enough or didn't write it down, didn't make it enough of of a priority. I changed the freaking sound of my alarm from this nice little like birds tweeting to some obnoxious alarm. Sounds like aliens are landing in my bedroom. Two of them, two different, very obnoxious sounds that I risk waking the children up, but I'm willing to risk that right now because I need my mornings that bad. So it worked. The first day that I did it, it worked. That was just this week. Um, Okay, I say the first day. Yesterday was the first day, but two days in a row. And you know what? I'm going to count those as wins because for two, two and a half weeks, I was sleeping through those and starting my days off in a really shitty mood. So take it down to the very simplest things. And sometimes we think, oh, it's so simple. It's not even going to work, but why not try? If it's that simple, just do it. What harm is there in just doing it? And if it's that simple, why aren't you already doing it? The same thing goes for my grocery list and meal prepping. I actually have set an alarm for me. I break my grocery shopping down into like it's a three-day event. So I usually we usually do our grocery shopping on Thursday, uh, Thursday or Friday. So on Tuesday, I have an alarm set or a reminder in my phone that says meal plan. Like, and that for me, I know that for me, that, mean, that means different for everyone. For me, that means plan out what you're going to eat most nights of the week next week. And like I said, for us, that's like Friday through Wednesday. So I just need to decide on a few meals. I give myself four meals that I have planned. Other nights we have kind of go-tos that things we already have on hand all the time. Things like pizza or breakfast or 
whatever, you know, we might have, we always have those go-tos. So I choose what I want to eat for the next week. The next day, um, over the next 24 hours, I go through cupboards and start making a list. Um, and if I'm doing a pickup, I just start putting those things on my, in my cart already. So they're already there. And then the last day, it's usually a grocery pickup. So I go through and I actually order either Wednesday night or Thursday morning. I go through and I place the actual pickup order and it feels like that's a lot. But for me, it actually takes some of the brain power off and really some of the stress because instead of cramming all of that into one rushed thing on the day that I want to pick up groceries, I spread it out. And so I, I don't feel as rushed. I'm less likely to forget something and I'm more prepared for the week after within all of this. It's also really important to just get really clear on what's important right now. What are your, I want to, we'll go back to the plate analogy. What are your main food groups that you need on your plate right now? What are they? Is it the, you know, the kids have this appointment. I have to go to work. I also have this appointment. I need to get groceries and feed my family. For me, it's exercise because that is a mental health therapy for me. Um, you know, and honestly, even work could probably fall off the plate if I absolutely needed to, if there were another priority that were, that were, you know, more important or needing to be like high, high priority at the time. So take an honest look at what you have on your plate, what you're trying to juggle now and how much of that could you let go temporarily? I'm not saying it has to be forever. And if you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to stop that. I'm going to quit this. Just tell yourself, you know what? I just need to put this on the back burner for a little bit. It's not the most important thing right now. Now, one time, one thing that I've been doing that is just, I, I kind of did it um, subconsciously before. And as I've learned all of these things and as I've gone go, gone through all of this growth is doing things now that will pay off later. So I truly believe in society, we are way, way too addicted to, uh, instant gratification, getting results now, getting what we want right now, not having to do the work, quitting when things get hard or when we're not seeing the results that we want. And it's leading us to never reach our goals or our potential. And so my mind was kind of blown when I was listening to uh, Rory Vader on the Ed Milet show, and I can link that in the show notes. And he talks about, we all talk about how we don't have time, right? Oh, I don't have any time. Oh, there's just not enough time in the day. What if you could create time? Now, this is a tough concept to get on board with. If you can't be a forward thinker, if you can't look into the future a little bit and say, Okay. Or even just have the faith and the patience to say, you know what, this isn't really doing anything for me right now, or this is going to take some work right now. But in the future, a week down the road, two weeks, a month, a year, five, 10 years down the road, this is going to pay off. I also, I'll put the link to a reel that I just posted because, and just inspired by that, is that 
Time is like money. You can spend it or you can invest it. Only one is going to pay you back. And this idea of creating time, but also brain space and power, because the more, if you can put a little bit more intention, a little bit more time, a little more more effort into the things that are you are doing today, you will save time later. You will save brain power later. This is why meal planning and prepping comes in so handy. It's why even just looking ahead and saying, oh, I'm going to do this workout on this day, this workout on that day, this workout on that day. And it's doing the things now that are going to pay you in time and or energy later. What can you do right now? If you really want to look at what should my priorities be, look at those things that can increase your time and energy later because you're not spending things doing things in a rush or you're not having these things pop up. Being prepared just changes the game when it comes to your, you know, mental, emotional well-being, but also just in the tactical things and making things so easy and simple for you to follow through on. As we talk, this whole podcast really is along with helping you not feel so alone, is to help breed confidence. And that starts with keeping promises to yourself and stop quitting on yourself. And how do we do that? We do that by making it really easy, by making it baby steps, little tiny promises that you can keep. And making the steps to get there super easy, super convenient, because I know you don't have the energy to do super complicated things. I am right there with you. If a recipe has more than five ingredients or five steps, I'm out. Like, do not talk to me. Do not pass go. I am, that will not be fed to my family. So taking the time now to put in a little bit extra work. And honestly, It sounds like a lot. After dinner every night, I make extra of dinner and I pack it away into leftovers. When I do groceries, especially during school and at the time of this recording, we're getting, we're getting ready to prep for school. And so maybe this will help you. We buy, I don't buy the individual packets of anything. We buy the big packs and I portion them out. And even I get these little um, rice or rice flour or almond flour crackers, the good thins. Those are really good. Um, Since I've gone mostly gluten free, I've gotten those. And I would find myself looking in the cupboard in the morning because I was rushing and I wouldn't want to bring the whole box with me because I tend to eat the whole box if I bring the whole box. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take five minutes and divide all these into little, into portion sizes, into little snack baggies. You know what? The next day I was able to just grab one. My husband grabbed one, throw some tuna fish and cucumbers with that. And I've got like a super simple lunch. And I do it with the kids' snacks, Cheez-Its or Goldfish, or we don't typically do, uh, I'll do mini uh, the baby carrots or grapes, those things like that. I don't usually like cut up cucumbers or anything, but anything that I can pre-portion out, I do. And it is such a time saver and it's such a stress saver when you think about it because then you're not worrying about doing all those things. It's literally a grab and go when I portion out my meals. Some, if I have extra, you know, out of just making, I usually base my meals off, you know, a healthy carb, a lean protein and a vegetable. And if I have extra of any of those, I 
portion those out into little baggies. So I'll put a bunch of sweet potatoes into little baggies and a bunch of veggies. And then I do like an a la carte style and I can just kind of grab and go. And I have something with me, even if it's not a, you know, perfect looking meal. I've already mentioned this, but let's let go of perfection here and just quit it. Uh, Cause one, it's not possible to Um, it's going to stop you from making any sort of progress. So just shut that down right now. Shut it down. Um, And, you know, I think that's it. So you can do it. You can 100% do it. We are all human living in the shit show. Sometimes there's just larger piles of shit that we have to navigate around. Uh, I'm here doing it with you. I'm here in the in the trenches full of shit, (laughs) ready to just do more and be more because I know that that's what I'm capable of and it doesn't feel right doing any less anymore. So I encourage you to do the same and I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, real quick, could you leave me a rating and review? It'll help get the word out to more moms like you who maybe are silently struggling or feeling like they're alone in this crazy, crazy world. Super appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Okay. Here are your takeaways in hopefully a better order. First, get clear on what is important right now. What truly, truly matters. Next, take it back to the basics. What are the very simplest baby steps that you need to take in order to make steps and just even the tiny bit, a tiniest bit of progress toward your goal? Focus on what the next right thing is. Start messy. Just go. Done is better than perfect. And lastly, maybe the most valuable part is do things now that will create time and energy for you later. I really appreciate you listening. And honestly, it feels so good just to be able to get this out instead of holding it in and pretending like everything is hunky-dory because if I'm being honest, sometimes it feels like I still have to put that front on. And I did it for so long. It was exhausting. And that's where this whole podcast business came from is just, I wanted to see more people who are real. I wanted to see more people who were going through things that I was going through. And so I just started sharing and here we are sharing together and having fun and learning and (laughs) holding up, you know, the little tribal sign from hunger games to show solidarity to each other. So once again, you are not alone. I love and appreciate you so, so much. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out with me. If any part of this episode had you aggressively nodding your head saying, me too, or gave you a different perspective or just helped you feel a little less alone, I would love it if you left a review or shared it with your best mom friends. Screenshot and tag me on Instagram so we can connect and I can support you. We need to get this message out so that more mothers like you know their worth outside of changing diapers and the school pickup line. It's time we reclaim the confidence inside of us, messy bun and all, and show our children and the world what we're capable of.